Thank you for joining us. You are listening to a podcast from Bright City Church. For more information, visit our website, www.brightcitychurchuk.com or find us on social media at Bright City Church UK. Good evening, everyone, and uh, lovely to have you with us. My name is uh, Ian. I'm pastor here at Bright City Church. I'm here with Pastor Akin, associate pastor and good friend, and we're doing Word Up. We're going through Mark's Gospel, and lovely to have you with us. We're live on Facebook, we're live on YouTube, and welcome if you're listening to our podcast. How are you doing, Pastor Akin? I'm very well, thank you very much, Pastor Ian, very well. Um, How are you? Yeah, well, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, you're having a busy day today. You uh, were preaching this morning and leading the online broadcast. Thank you very much for that with your wife, Yatunde and great message the Holy Spirit has come and uh, well thank God for the Holy Spirit thank God the Holy Spirit has come and uh, you know know, he he opens the word to us doesn't he (laughs) he brings it to life you know absolutely yeah yeah absolutely what a a great privilege to be able to um, to share on on Pentecost Sunday Uh, yes thank you for that uh, Pastor, it was an amazing, amazing uh, time. Um, we were truly Fantastic. Blessed. It was great. And I recommend anyone, if you didn't hear the message or the broadcast, you can watch it. It's on our Facebook page and it should be on uh, YouTube as well. Wonderful. So we're going through uh, Mark's gospel. We're, we're getting a good pace on. Uh, I think we did, um, <laughs> did, we did, was it all of chapter six last week? Yeah. That's right. Um, I'm, yes. I'm losing yeah. myself here. Yeah, so we're on yes. to chapter seven. This, 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 we're on yes. to chapter seven today. <laughs> and I believe, you know, we should get through chapter seven. That's our goal. So, yes. um, so without further ado, I'll, um, let's pray and then I'll read the chapter and then we can um, open it up with God's mm-hmm. help. Yes, Lord, we do thank you for mm-hmm. your Holy Spirit yes, as we Lord. remember today and we celebrate Pentecost. And we invite you, Holy Spirit, to open up the word to every one of us who's connected right now and listening. Um, Maybe you're listening to the recording. Holy Spirit, would you open up the word? Would you reveal something fresh, something new, something of life, your life, to every person listening? We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, Amen. so Mark 7. Um, what happened last time? They were, um, they were going through the country. Jesus was going through the yeah. country- countryside. Um, he got out of the boat and all the people were following. They were going to the villages, towns in the countryside and bringing everyone to the marketplaces. And they were even touching his cloak and being healed. <laughs> now in yes. chapter 7. The Pharisees and some of the teachers of the law who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus and saw some of his disciples eating food with hands that were unclean, that is, unwashed. The Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they give their hands a ceremonial washing, holding to the tradition of the elders. When they came from the marketplace, When they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash, and they observe many other traditions, such as the washing of cups, pitchers, and kettles. So the Pharisees and teachers of the law asked Jesus 
Why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders instead of eating their food with unclean hands? He replied, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you hypocrites. As it is written, those people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are but rules taught by men. You have let go of the commands of God and are holding on to the traditions of men. And he said to them, You have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God in order to observe your own traditions. For Moses said, Honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses his father and mother must be put to death. But you say, that if a man says to his father or mother, whatever help you might otherwise have received from me is korban, that is a gift devoted to God, then you no longer let him do anything for his father and mother. Thus you nullify the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down. And you do many things like that. Again, Jesus called the crowd to him and said, Listen to me, everyone, and understand this. Nothing outside a man can make him unclean by going into him. Rather, it is what comes out of a man that makes him unclean. After he had left the crowd and entered the house, his disciples asked him about this parable. Are you so dull? he asked. Don't you see that nothing that enters a man from the outside can make him unclean? For it doesn't go into his heart, but into his stomach, and then out of his body. In saying this, Jesus declared all foods clean. He went on, what comes out of a man is what makes him unclean. For from within, out of men's hearts come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance and folly. All these evils come from inside and make a man unclean. Jesus left that place and went to the vicinity of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know it, yet he could not keep his presence secret. In fact, as soon as she heard about him, a woman whose little daughter was possessed by an evil spirit came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, born in Syrian Phoenicia. She begged Jesus to drive the demon out of her daughter. First, let the children eat all they want, he told her. For it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to their dogs. Yes, Lord, she replied, but even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he told her, for such a reply you may go. The demon has left your daughter. She went home and found her child lying on the bed and the demon gone. Then Jesus left the vicinity of Tyre and went through Sidon, down to the Sea of Galilee and into the region of the Decapolis. There some people brought to him a man who was deaf and could hardly talk, and they begged him to place his hands on the man. After he took him aside, 
away from the crowd, Jesus put his fingers into the man's ears. Then he spit and touched the man's tongue. He looked up to heaven and with a deep sigh said to him, Ephrathah, which means be opened. At this the man's ears were opened, his tongue was loosened, and he began to speak plainly. Jesus commanded them to tell, not to tell anyone. But the more he did, the more they kept talking about it. People were overwhelmed with amazement. He has done everything well, they said. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. Right, that's the end of wow. chapter 7. Great stuff. Wow. So, um, right, we, we're picking up after he'd been in the countryside and, and, you know, all the people were coming and being healed. It says the Pharisees. Here come the Pharisees, the teachers of the law. You know, they came from Jerusalem and, and they gathered around Jesus. And you immediately get the sense they're not there to to receive you 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 know from what we've read up to now you know it seems like they're there to 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 find something amiss to 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 almost um find some way of accusing Jesus and and that's yes. exactly what we we see they 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 accuse him how come your disciples are not washing you know in the ceremonial way particularly um you know it, it's actually in brackets here giving an exclamation explanation it's particularly ceremonial washing because yes. i mean if we think about you know even our mums taught us hey wash your hands before you eat <laughs> and you know some of us are better at that than others and it's good to be clean and it's not so much it wasn't really for cleaning the dirt from the hands and of course they they would have done that but it, it this was the ceremonial side and um yeah what what do you make of this particular incident yes. pastor Akin? Yes, <laughs> like like you've um you've rightly said, Pastor. Really, it's like um you know in in one sense there there wasn't anything wrong in the um you know the the religious leaders coming to if you like if they were coming with an open mind to come and see what mm. the if you like the phenomenon of Jesus Christ was you know of his ministry if they if they if they were coming with it with an open heart because they were seen as the custodians of the Jewish faith the, the leaders of the Jewish faith mm. so if they had come with an open heart say okay let's we don't know what's going on here but we hear about this man he's uh, you know he's, he's doing all his good work let's go and see what he's doing let's see but like you rightly said they, they weren't coming with that open mind with that open heart they they were coming really it was almost as though they were coming just to look for faults and to see, yeah. you know, uh, you know what what was he, and and um, you know the standard that they were using as well. They weren't using the standard of, of God's word of the law of Moses, but they were using the standard as it says in there, the traditions of the elders. Yes. So it was totally different. For this wasn't there. Mm. They were going to see whether you know that the Lord was following the Ten Commandments or any other of the laws yeah. that um, you know the Father had given to uh, to the Jewish people. But they were looking rather at their own laws, their own regulations, their own. And man-made rules and as yes. you, you rightly said there this ceremonial washing of the hands is not the normal like you just go and wash your hands before eating this was quite a prolonged mm. and a, quite a detailed manner of washing your hands before eating and uh, it went along with other things as like prayers and you know other uh, certain things so it was quite it wasn't like you got wash your hands for a, a few minutes and then go and eat no it was it was quite a lengthy thing before eating yeah. and um they, they've come with with this intention to see you know if jesus is following their rules and um, you know, even the, the uh, their own, um, if you like, their judgment on the whole issue is that you know your disciples are not washing their hands 
you know, holding to the traditions of the elders. So it was nothing to do with the law of Moses or what yeah. God had wanted mm-hmm. the people to do. It was all to do with their rules and their regulations that had been passed down for, from yeah. the, the elders. That was all they were concerned about. Yes. It's interestingly, you know, we're talking tradition of the elders and, and traditions. We might, you know, because we're always looking for the application. And, and like you said, you know, these are adding to to what god has said it's almost adding to his word adding necessary burn unnecessary burdens to you know to to people and and i think you know we've got to be so careful haven't we and there's there's more to come really that that you know through this particular incident that we'll go into but that you know we're not adding to and and in our traditions you know, that we're um, expecting people and putting so much on traditions that are passed down. We think of denominational traditions that, yeah. that you know, are developed and, and, and tradition upon tradition upon tradition. And mm-hmm. before you know it, you're so sort of surrounded and, and, and swamped by tradition that the actual nub of the spirit yeah. of the God's, you know, what God's asking of us is is totally lost in it all, yes. and and this is the great danger even of for us as Christians in church. You know, we we and it doesn't matter what tradition we might be part of, and, and I'm using that word tradition. You know, we're yes. part of you, you might say Pentecostal charismatic, and you know, at one point it was ah oh, we're breaking free of <laughs> you know, the previous traditions, but then yes. <laughs> we build on traditions of our own. And, and yes. tradition upon tradition. I mean, what might our traditions be? It might be a certain way that we, you know, call out, speak to one another. And, and I, 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 I've not thought this through too, too yes. deeply, but that we, we can build on traditions, can't we? Just like anyone else mm-hmm. could be the way we, the way we meet and the way we do certain things. And, yes. and if, if there's any change in it, we're, oh, you know, it's, uh, we start to, <laughs> to, to freak out or, or, you know, accuse people and, and we get uncomfortable yeah i know i could go on but that, that's the yes. idea we, we, we this traditions of man we've got to be so careful yeah. and yes. the way jesus came back you know he you think of you know gentle jesus and you know mm. loving uh, jesus he, he he doesn't even start to think about what they're saying he just sort of almost says you hypocrites mm. you know isaiah was right you know, you 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 honor me with your lips, but your hearts are far from me. I mean, he was right to the point, wasn't he? You know, yes. and yeah, it's yeah. Um, these traditions can be, you know, can can be so far from the very heart of of God and and our hearts with God. And we'll, we'll go on; it's it's expounded yes. on more, but. And it, 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 it really is. It's it's um you know re- reading this, it, it's quite challenging because um. You know, when the Lord, you know, he, he comes out and, um, he, you know, he doesn't mince his word, does he? He yeah. just says, you know, he calls them hypocrites. And that must have that must have cut to the heart, you know, being a, a religious leader, someone mm. who was being respected by the people and right there openly, you know, in the Lord front is, of is the calling people. them hypocrites yeah. right in front of the people. I mean, that, that must have really uh, caught. And, we, and as we go on later, we'll see that the contrast with this other lady that we're going to come to later. Yes, yes. How she reacted yeah. to that when she, when something negative was said to her. But um, you know, the, it, 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 the Lord doesn't just make that statement. But then He goes on to give them a very specific example, doesn't He? When He goes on and He says, just by way of an example, He says, yeah. "The Lord, you know, the commandment says you should honor your father and your mother." And then, and, and He gives you an, them an example of how this is the law that God has given to you. The, to you and this is how you've used your tradition 
to, if you like, to nullify that law. And he says that, you know, mm. Bible says, honor your father and your mother. And you said that if a man has said, no, I've set aside this certain, you know, funds or whatever it is, I've set it yes. aside to give it to God, then that means I can't, you know, mother, father, sorry, I know you're in need, but I can't help you because yes. I've put this aside. And, uh, you know, the, as far as the traditions of the elders are concerned, I'm allowed to do that. So I, yes. can't, so I can't help you. You know, mother, dad, you're going to have to you know, find someone else to help you or sort yourselves out. But even though I've got this money here that could have helped you, I've set it aside for something else. And yeah. this is saying that if you were to make a, a judgment on that, you would say they were doing the right thing. But if mm. God was to make a judgment on that, he wouldn't say that. He would say, no, that's wrong. Yeah. You know, this is my command is to honor your father and your mother. So you can use what you have there and, and help them rather than say you've put it aside for, for something else. Mm. And he gives them a very stark example of how they are, you know, putting their traditions and their yes. rules and their regulations over and above the, what mm. the word of God says. And it's like he's rightly saying there, the heart. It's, it's all about the heart of the issue. What is when God what gives the us the, the these issue, commands yes. and he gives us the, what is what is at the heart of it? It's love, isn't it? It's care. Yes, Caring it for is. your parents, taking Absolutely. care of the elderly. That's what's at the heart of it. Yes. It's, not the heart, it's not about the money. You know, you guys yeah. are more concerned about the money, about the material aspect of things. But God is more concerned about the care, about the relationship, about the love. And, just, mm. you know, he very quick, like you said, he cuts to the chase. He says, look, I'm messing around with you guys and having a, a theological debate mm. with you. I'm just going to c- call it as it is. No, you're yeah. hypocrites. This is wrong. And this is an example of what I'm talking about. Yes, yes, absolutely. And and verse 8 really jumped out at me. It's almost so clear. And I think, um, you know, I, I mentioned this to you earlier, didn't I? I? I wonder even if in what God's been doing in in almost you know pulling back the the church as a whole across the globe really and saying I want you to stop you know cause we've had to because of COVID and there's almost been you know people have talked about a reset. It's almost a, a reevaluating uh, the way we do things, how we do things, what we're about, what's our mission. You know we've had to really. We've been, God's given us that time. And and I think, you know, we're examining some of these core issues. Uh, and you, you verse 8, it says, you've let go of the commands mm. of God. And, and you talked about the, the, the heart of the commands, you know, to love, love your neighbor, to, to love the lost. And, and we even know what love looks like. You know, it, it mm. does not boast. It's not proud. It keeps no record of wrongs. It, mm. it, you know, you're loving the, the, um, the lost and, and what have you. It says you've let go and are holding on to mm. the traditions of men. You know, and I think, you know, so we're examining, we're asking, well, what are some of the traditional things maybe about our activities that mm. have, have really l- losing the core um, you know, yes. calls, calls yeah. of God. Anyway, we've got the idea. We better yeah. keep, keep on. Yes. And, and, and then it goes on to, yeah. So then talking about, you know, what makes us clean and unclean. And, and he yeah. goes on to say, nothing that goes into a man makes him unclean, but it's what comes out of a man. And yes. that's a sort of, you know, it's, it's, it's a interesting way of thinking about things because we would, we would imagine ourselves being maybe, and, and, and even the Pharisees did, being contaminated by what we yeah. take in. And so it's almost like this idea that, you know, the Pharisees had it. And even, our, might I say, the world and even maybe some of us might think, you know, right, mustn't get contaminated. You know, yeah. be careful that what you take in. And, and, yes. and, and yes, we, we do have to be careful about what we take into our minds and thoughts. But almost, you know, Jesus is central idea and i think we see it in scripture and is that the heart of man 
you know, mm. is is corrupt. Essentially, yes. it, it's 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 rotten. You know, it, 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 the, the unregenerated man is, is you know, con- thinking evil continually, the Bible says. And yet it needs to be cleansed from the inside. It's a heart job. It's a heart issue. And we know, you know, Jesus came to deal with the heart issue, with the cross, and we can be reborn, you know, and recreated anew. And, and, and you know, there's the prophecy from Ezekiel. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. Take away that heart of stone and give you a heart of my heart. You know, he says, I'll put my spirit in you. And you were preaching this morning about, you know, the Holy Spirit has come and and he now lives in us. He gives us a new spirit as well. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a real heart issue, isn't it? And I, and I think, you know, when we're thinking about being clean before God, we need to be thinking, you know, what are my thoughts? What's my thought life towards others? You know, am I thinking critically about other people in, in, in a judging ways? Am I, you know, thinking angry thoughts, malicious thoughts? I've, I've gone on for a, quite yes. a while there. Well, but amazing. Yes, yes. That's it. That, I mean, I mean it's, you're absolutely you're right there. Uh, um, uh, Pastor, and it's like you know when when um, we know sometimes like, like we've been saying sometimes when you read we read these uh, uh, you know encounters with the Lord with the, with the Pharisees and the religious leaders, it's easy to kind of like um, exclude ourselves from that and just look at them and go, oh, you know these guys are so bad, they do this, mm. they do that. But like you rightly said, we, we we need to bring this into the context of where we are in our in our walk, we go in our faith as well, mm. and um, how you know like you rightly say that they're looking at the heart. Because the, the Pharisees were more concerned about what was going on on the outside, so the washing of the hands on the outside. But the Lord was, like he was rightly saying, you know, God looks on the heart. He's looking on what's going on on the inside, those areas that mm. uh, other people can't see, but that he can see. He yes, knows our yes, thoughts yes. and he can see what's in our hearts. And um, as, um, you know, as you've said there, I mean, it's, it's again, it's a challenge for us, isn't it? To look yes. at ourselves to say, mm. you know, at this time, um, you know, we, we've been Christians, some of us for quite a long, a lengthy mm. period of time. And, um, you know, have we come away from, you know, when we first came to know the Lord, what, yes. what, what at those times, what were the, yeah. the main things that were on our heart? What were yeah. the main things that were on our mind? What was mm. you know, most important to us at that time? You know, I believe for most of us, it was you know, spending time with God and, and telling others about God. And it was just mm. essentially just um, doing what Jesus said was the, was the great the, the fulfillment of the commandments, you know, loving the Lord our God with all our heart, all our mind, all mm. our strength. And, and loving our neighbours ourselves. Those were the things that we were mainly concerned with. But sometimes as we, we, we move on in the faith, in the church, then, like you said, we begin to come into the, the life of the church and some of those traditions that are within the church of how we do things. And I think sometimes the more we go into those things, the further away we start to come from, you know, that first love that we had for God and we actually had for other people as well. And it's it's always challenging that we have to have this time when we have to reassess ourselves mm-hmm. to say, you know, am I, is it still love for the God, still my primary concern and, 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 and sharing with other people as well and coming away from like you've rightly said that, especially I think. Um, you know, if I if I think about myself, using myself as an example, the, the things like condemning other people, you yeah. know, and judging other mm. people, yes, thinking yes. that you're better than other people, and it's Absolutely. really it's, it's really yeah. by the grace of God that God yeah. has um, you know has set us free from so many yes. things, delivered yeah. us from so many things, and 
caused us to have a, a different uh, po- uh, view uh, of the world and of, um, you know, of our purpose in life. And sometimes we forget, you know, we forget that grace, we forget that mercy, we forget yes, that goodness. Absolutely, we begin to yeah. think that it's of ourselves. We forget mm. that it's the Holy Spirit working on the inside of us that's doing this work. And we forget that. We, maybe we seem to think that's what we do because we pray, because we read the Bible, because we go yeah. to church. And we begin to th- begin to think in, in um, if I can say, in a misguided way. Mm. And we forget that this yes. is only by the mercy and grace of God. And we always got to keep reminding ourselves of that and coming back to that. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, Jesus shows, do you want to see what dirtiness looks like? You know, Mm. I'll tell you what dirtiness looks like. It's it's envy, it's slander, it's arrogance, greed, you know. um, Yeah, I mean, these things, these are are real sort of heart issues. I know you've been talking about it, but I think we need to really think hard about it. And like you said, you know, and 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 we can be we need we need that daily washing from the lord himself he says i will wash you i will cleanse you mm. you know and 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 just like we um you know in the physical we need to shower you know or bath yes. pretty much daily otherwise we start to get a bit smelly start mm. to get a bit poor you know and 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 it's the same with our heart and spirit you know keeping that heart and spirit tender you know and innocent and washed before the Lord on a daily basis, this is what makes us clean, you yes. know, and, and, and our heart attitudes and we get mm. forgiveness from Lord and he does cleanse us and he'll, he'll keep us in that innocent way if we will keep clean before him and, and, you yeah. know, he'll deal with the pride and things. If yes. not, it can, it can build and, and, and before we know it, we're sort of lost in this weird religious kind of, this is what happened with the Pharisees, although probably some of them, you know, they weren't born again, but yeah. Uh, so let's, let's be challenged by that and, uh, and make sure, you know, we says, it says beware the, the yeast of the Pharisees. It's, mm. it's a danger to all of us this kind of religious mindsets and things. So Jesus left that place and um, he entered a house. It said he didn't want anyone to know it, but he could not keep his presence secret. I was saying to you earlier, wasn't I, that uh, <laughs> it seemed that, you know, the, the son of God who, you know, can still the storms, can one thing he didn't seem to be able to do was keep his sort of his, his whereabouts a secret Ooh, from secret, people. Exactly. The crowds were following him everywhere and he couldn't stop them from speaking mm. about him, even though he kept commanding <laughs> them. So that's, um, that's quite interesting. And then we, we find out that it says, as soon as this Phoenician woman heard interestingly it says as soon as she heard she went to him and she begged him to to you know to to set her daughter free from the demon you've got that real you know as soon as she heard she went i must have there's a desperation there but there's also the faith there and, yes. and of going to him and begging, asking you've got that difference haven't you between you know the pharisees and sadducees sort of following around and scrutinizing and looking for ways this is a woman running to him and begging and we'll see later on other men came and they begged jesus you know basically really calling out and he responded but in very interesting response we'll come to that now he says Mm. hang on a minute you know the first first let the children eat all they want he said it's not right to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs I mean, it seems like he's he's almost calling her, you know, he's, he's almost saying, look, in comparison to the, the children of God, you're, you're like a dog, 
I mean, this is yes. what. Well, what what do you make of this uh, yes. pass back in? I mean, well, it's, it's a tough it's, one. It's quite a <laughs> yeah, it's I quite mean, something, isn't it? Reading, um, you know, just reading, reading um, a, a few commentaries. I mean, they they made that, um, you know, this, uh, you know, the Lord has come. You know, the Lord of all, and He is mm. making this. Then He's made this bold declaration, this bold distinction to the uh, to the Jewish people when they they've got their ideas, their traditions of men to say this food is unclean and this one is, you know, this is clean and you can touch this and you can't touch that. And he's coming to say, look, like I'm like I'm Lord of all, you know, it's not what goes into you that makes you unclean, but it's mm-hmm. what comes out. He's, and he's making, he's bringing very clearly the things that can, um, if, if you like, that uh, can, um, uh, what, what's that word I'm looking for now? That, that word, that the thing that can make us unclean is yeah. the word. And uh, he's coming to, he's now left, uh, if you like, the uh, that the children of Israel, the Jews that he that uh, he's been sent to, and he's now gone into, if you like, a, a Gentile region, and he's oh, yes, now yeah. going there as well. So yeah. he's uh, again he's making that distinction that you know there are no uh, boundaries. You know he can go where wherever he, he needs to go. He's mm. going to go there and preach the gospel and take the good news there. And um, you know this lady comes to him like you rightly say. You know she's not uh, she's uh, there's no confusion. It's she's it's, it's going directly because she mm-hmm. has faith. To believe that the Lord has the solution for the problem, you know, to, to um, deliver her daughter, and she's going there with, with that faith, and um, <laughs> and then the, the, I guess the, the the comeback of the Lord is is, is quite must have been quite a, a bit of a setback for her to be called, you know, literally calling her a dog and not, um, you know, I haven't come to you know I haven't come to help people like you, you know, you're not not you're not on the if you like on the list of people that I've come to help, yes, you're, you're, yeah. You're, <laughs> yeah, you're not there, and then it's 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 um. I think you know what we we mentioned earlier. It does show that the, the, the woman herself has this persistent faith, mm. and she has this humility to be able to receive that kind of a word. Because I, I think in most cases, most of us would be really offended by that. Yeah, um, they're being being called a dog, and you know, I'm not, this is not for you. This is for the Jews. It's not for you Gentiles because you're you know you're not worthy of this. Mm. But uh, persistence, uh, persistence, and her humility. She has a comeback to say, "Yes, Lord, I know." But even the little dogs have the crumbs that fall from the table, and uh, we'll see what what the, what the Lord says to her. But um, yeah. yeah, it's a challenge for us, isn't it? And it's in in that sense that uh, she didn't take offence yes. at what the Lord said to her, and she persisted with her request for her daughter's deliverance. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just almost like comparing, you know. Look, I've been sent first to the the children of Israel, the people yes. of Israel, and um, you know the. The pagan people are, are are down down the line in terms yes. of you know he obviously Jesus knew and 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 God knew the whole story of that you know that the gospel would come to all the peoples yes. of the world you know behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world you know and all nations will be blessed so God knew and and it's almost like a testing of her faith as well isn't it yes, here? and yet she passed the test because she yeah. she was not offended she wouldn't take no for an answer she persisted and of course she got her blessing and and got <laughs> you know her destiny and and i think you know a great lesson here is just how offense if we're not careful can can block us from mm. receiving all that god has for us and there are so many ways that we could be offended by certain things and we know of you know we can all think of times when even we've been offended and 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 and, and you know it's blocked us from 
going any further down that road maybe and you said right that's it i'm i'm done you know i'm done with this and i'm walking away and and th- of course this 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 woman could have said how dare you i'm i'm done you know and 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 walked away and she would have lost you know the healing of her daughter the yes, deliverance her daughter. and and her destiny so um that's yeah one thing that just made me think there pastor i mean it's like like you just said i just i just it just made me wonder what would have happened if she had been offended and yeah. she had just thought to herself, you know what, this was just a waste of time. I, this is what my, I had a, a certain expectation of this man. I thought when I came to him, I heard so many thing, good things about him. But look at the way that he's dealing with me. I, you know, I can't, I, I'd be gone with, I can't, I can't have this. I'm going to leave him. And uh, like you've, you've rightly said there, you know, sometimes when we, you know, when we come to the Lord with, our, with certain expectations of how he's going to respond to our pleas mm-hmm. or to what our prayers, and when we don't get the response that we, that we want at the time we want it, how, how do we react to that? Do we think, oh, no, I've heard so much about this God that he can heal and that he can do this and he can provide and protect and all this thing, but I've come to him and he hasn't helped me, so I'm off now. I'm going somewhere else. I'm going to look for something. You know, how do we respond when things don't work out the way we, we want them yeah. to? And, uh, you know, this is a lesson here in persistence, isn't it? That we, yes, yes. we hold on and we hold out, you know, believing that he is good and that God is That's faithful, right. that he yes. will always yes. answer, you know, yes. and that uh, yes. we, we so hold true. on to and believe yes. and trust in him. Yes. 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 She she knew, you know, she wasn't going to, you know, she wasn't even submitting to maybe any feelings or initial re- reactions, something in her. She knew that she knew that that Jesus was good was the God man was, was, you know, and, and so her response was, ah, yes, I know, but even, even the little doggies pick (laughs) up the crumbs and, 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 you know, yes, Lord. And, 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 you know, there the blessing was boom, your daughter's healed, you know, your daughter's delivered. Absolutely. And I think what, what just one other thing that we pick up from that as well, Pastor, is like, um, you know, uh, again, uh, I picked up from a commentary that this, you know, this lady in, in one sense, she was, um, you know, she was interceding for her daughter because her daughter wasn't in the position where she could come to the Lord herself. And uh, I guess, again, that, again, that's an, another encouragement for us that we can intercede for, you know, our loved ones and, and our friends and those around us who are in need of the Lord. But they're not able to actually have that ability to come to the Lord themselves, that we can intercede for them. We can come to the Lord on their behalf. And uh, it's, it's quite amazing that the Lord didn't lay hands on this uh, long girl. He didn't actually, you know, even speak a word to say, you know, demon be gone. He didn't, you know, it was yeah. the faith of her mother, her yes. mother's faith Good, and yes. her mother's response to him uh, that the deliverance came. And it's yeah. just amazing how the, uh, the Lord, he has so many ways in which he can heal Amen. and which he can deliver, which goes yes. beyond, you know, our, our, you know, our understanding. But it's amazing that, how the Lord... Um, you know, brought deliverance to this Amen. girl's life through so her good. mother's. Wonderful. Yes, yeah, the daughter wasn't there, wasn't in the vicinity, wasn't, didn't have to be there. You know, so she went home and found her child yes. lying yeah. on the bed and the demon was gone. Yeah, gone. great one. <laughs> and talk about, you know, you, you mentioned there, that brings us nicely into the next incident we have is that the, the men, some people brought the deaf and dumb man to Jesus again they've got their interceding you know yes. we, we look Lord will you heal him they they begged him wasn't he mm. didn't beg him I mean yes. he he couldn't ha- could hardly speak and couldn't hear but they did they begged him and wow. and they got the answer you know yes, and and, and so so again you've got the intercession <laughs> there fantastic and what I love about this well so much but um it, it's the kind of the the specific 
tailored and compassionate way that mm. Jesus ministered to this, you know, deaf and pretty much mute guy. Mm-hmm. You imagine a deaf and, and mute guy, you know, can hardly speak. And, and it says he took him aside. He took him away from the crowd. You can imagine he might be a bit bewildered. What's going on? You know, we, we've mm. come across deaf people who, and I mean, often if, if you can't hear a thing, you, you, it's very difficult to learn to talk properly. And you, you've heard people, mm. you, you know, they can hardly speak. And um, so he took him aside away from the crowd. And it says he put his fingers in his ears. You know, and you imagine someone who, who can't understand what's going on. And yet yes. the man, you know, you could imagine him saying, ah, he, he's, he's, he's trying to do something to heal my ears because he's putting the fingers in his ears. Yes. He puts the fingers in his ears and he says that he also touched the man's tongue, you know, with some spit from him, which, you yes. know, we might think, ooh. But but yet no he's he's doing these tactile things that would almost make it obvious to the the the, the deaf man and yes. it says you know I was reading in the commentary as well these aren't all my thoughts but you know he he looked up to heaven so imagine he's so he's almost showing the I'm praying for you I'm I'm putting my fingers yes. in your ears and I love it he says with a deep sigh. You know, it's you think of the the time he took and the compassion and yeah. the the care he took with this one, you know, deaf and dumb guy. It's not yes. kind of oh, can you pray for this? Yeah, yeah, be healed. Yeah, next one, next, come along. You know, but but the time and the care. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a wonderful example, isn't mm-hmm. it? And of course, yes. he was he was healed. Beautiful, it's isn't the, it? It's the, again, it's the same thing, Pastor. It's the personal, the personal touch, isn't it? They, yeah. The comment that I was reading as well, he was just saying that for this man in particular, words wouldn't have meant anything because he couldn't hear anything. And so the Lord didn't speak words, but like you rightly said, that he touched him. Uh, yeah. It was it was all very tactile, things that the man could see, even though he couldn't hear. And it was it was the, the, the personal touch of the Lord again. And it was, mm. um, you know, again, we, it's, it's amazing. We, we um, excuse me. Mm-hmm. The testimony that we were, you know, watching and, and listening to this morning yes, in the yeah, service yeah. about that lady and how, you know, she was in hospital and a nurse prayed for her. And you've got these friends again interceding for this man. And then it's like the Lord then coming in personally in a, in a way that this man could understand. Yeah. And it was the same with that testimony mm-hmm. that we were listening to this morning. This, uh, the, you know, the Lord was sending people to this lady, you know, where she was working and in her situation. And, and people were talking to her in a language that she could understand. They were, they were ministering to the specific needs that she had, you know, a man. Who had uh, who had received so much peace from the Lord, and now that was what she was in need of. And this is the same thing that we see here. It's amazing. It's like the Bible says that God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Yes. And that personal, you know, the, the compassion that He has for the individual, you know, to come aside and to spend time with someone to meet them at the point of their need and the Lord still is doing that today and it's an encouragement again for us that as we intercede for you know our family members our friends and other people that we we should trust God and believe God that in their individual circumstance in their situations that God will meet them there that God will Mm. send people to them and and speak to them and talk to them and minister to them in a way that's you know that they can relate to and that will have meaning for them that they'll be able to receive you know the miracle that God has for them. Lovely. And and going back to the point you made about, um, you know, people interceding for someone else. And I, I just the thought came to me, it you know, the, the demon possessed child who was healed and delivered. 
she presumably could didn't really have the faith. It was the mum who had the yes. faith for it. And these yes. friends, you know, bringing on, they had the faith and they begged. You know, it shows that our faith for someone else. And, no, and, and like well, you say, the, yes. the, 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 the lady, the nurse's faith for this woman to be saved. It's such an yes. encouragement, isn't it, mm-hmm. to pray yes. for all those people around us. Every prayer yes. God hears you know, and, and yes. responds to. And, and when we think about that, think of the potential of our influence and, and what we can, you know, what we can change in our prayers. And, and you yeah. were encouraging us to come to the Friday prayer meeting and the things, yes. you know, we can, prayers change the world, prayers change Amen. lives. Yes. And Amen. it's a great encouragement. We thank God that he, he, he answers prayers, doesn't he? God yeah. answers our prayers. And that's, that, that's what makes it difficult. We can't, in our, in our prayers of themselves, you know, where there's so much they can do, but it's the God who responds to that it in is. compassion. You know, when we see people that are in these situations that, that they, they seem impossible for anyone to change, you know, a, a, a child who's demon, who's been, uh, you know, oppressed by the, by the devil, a man who's, uh, who, who cannot hear, who can't speak. And you look at these sort of situations and you think, you know, what can be done to change this situation? What can be done to help these people? And uh, like you rightly said there, you know, Pastor, you know, about people going to that begging, it's, it's uh, uh, you know, yeah. I don't know, it, it says so much about the, the individuals as well, doesn't it, to, to humble yeah. themselves. Because begging is, you know, it can be quite a, d- a demeaning, um, you know, yeah. posture or thing yes. to do to go and beg somebody for something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when we go to the Lord, you know, we're, we're not begging just any person. We're begging someone who is compassionate and someone who has the power, has the ability mm-hmm. to help, in, you know, in, in the situations that we, we, are, we are helpless. We can't do much to do, but we can still go to the Lord, you know. Mm-hmm. We can intercede for others. And like you rightly said, we come together, we can intercede for our communities, you know, workplaces and, and even national, international issues. We, we, can, we can do that knowing yes. that we have a yeah. God who hears and answers our prayers. Yes, and, and, you know, you can imagine that man who was deaf and dumb, you know, and, and how he would have, people would have thought of him probably in the community and, oh, there's, you know, there's little uh, Jacob, you know, he, he he doesn't do much, he can't say much and, you know, mm. tap, tap, tap and, uh, and, and, and probably, you know, would just, and, and we can imagine, you know, there's people in our, community around us that you know sometimes our attitude can be that towards them you know we think they're they're just um you know there's not got much that they can give they're, they're, they're in a certain situation and that's the way it's been all their life you know things aren't going to change now and yet no god says you know if you pray if you call out to me you know, th- this there can be an incredible change in a person's yes. life. You know, incredible wow. miracle, and and this is what um, yeah we were encouraged to do. So then he, he goes on to he commanded them not to tell mm. anyone. As I, I referred, <laughs> to, but the more he did so, the more they kept talking about it. You know, it's what what do you make of that? Um, you know this this aspect that keeps going on it keeps coming up doesn't it about you know don't don't tell anyone about this and yet they go and tell everyone um you know presumably he he understood human nature and he he probably you know would have realized well they do keep telling everyone no matter how much i tell them not to the more i tell them not to the more they do it yeah yeah i mean it's um there's probably something in that but uh we spoke. Well, I know you mentioned it earlier about um, mm. you know, the Lord has He 
did he not um, realise at some point that this wasn't going to work? This tactic of uh, yeah, telling people telling not, not to say anything was well, it was having the opposite effect of you know that people telling all the more. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, the next line actually it says the people were overwhelmed with amazement. I mean, you know, they weren't just they weren't just overwhelmed. They weren't just amazed. Oh. They were overwhelmed with amazement. That, that's a pretty incredible sort of phrase there. It, it stood out to me. Overwhelmed with amazement. I mean, if you're overwhelmed with amazement, you've got to tell someone, you've got haven't to you? Tell somebody, yeah. You know, can that's you can great. you imagine if you see something that's so overwhelming and amazing? You know, try not to tell you your friends, tell your family. Yes. It would be almost yeah. impossible. And then it, it says he has done everything, everything well, well, everything yes. well. You know, and. And we were just talking about the way he he dealt with that um, blind, uh, sorry, deaf and dumb deaf. chap, yeah. and and you know, wow, he he does it so well. He's he's thought of everything. He's the way he dealt with him and what he's done for him. He even wow. makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. Hmm. Yeah, he has done everything well. It, it's um it's almost like a reminder of you know, uh, and and God created you know all of creation and it says you know what, what's the phrase they use in there in genesis um he said that he, he said everything was good but man for man he said everything was very good yes yes <laughs> he, he saw what he had made and he said it mm. it is good it yes. is good it is well and actually it's uh, it's the same word that well is good so he's done everything very good we've got everything well everything very well very good <laughs> this wow. is our god he does everything yes, very amazing. well He's a good god. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> oh, we we can trust him we can mm. you know we can be sure he'll do things well if we're yes. given to him if we call on him if we'll pray if we'll believe him for you know our friends those around any you know yes. almost impossible situations you know wow. we will be overwhelmed with amazement amen we yes. will be overwhelmed amen. with amazement amen Amen. Well, wow. it's um, it's quarter two. We've come to the end of our time. We got to the end of the chapter again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's pretty good. We'll be moving on to chapter eight and making eight. good progress. I think chapter eight, we must be um, getting almost halfway through the gospel, aren't Half, we? Yes, that's yeah. like 16 chapters, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great. That's, wow. that's pretty good, good going. Pastor Akin, thank you again, and thank you for all your hard work today. Um, morning, morning and evening um you've done everything well may i say <laughs> thanks to god Thank you and very much. uh yeah bless you all thank you for joining Amen. us everyone have a wonderful you, week and uh yeah have a lovely week at work amen god bless you good night good night everyone bye <laughs>